Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Extra Point Podcast for today. It's Tuesday, August the 10th, 2021. Really glad you've joined us. And today on the Extra Point Podcast, I want to take some time to um, kind of maybe explain and go over uh, more about the 435 Network. As you know, last Sunday, Pastor Steve Christensen spoke here at First Family. He's the pastor at Life Change Church on the east side of Des Moines, one of our church plants. And what happened last week was um, he spoke here. I spoke at our church plant in Bondurant. And uh, we had the various church planting pastors who were part of the 435 Network. We basically engaged in a pulpit swap. And and some of you were aware of that. We advertised it a bit and talked about it here at church uh, the week before. But in case you missed some of that, that's why Steve was here at First Family Ankeny. And our various church planters all kind of um, rotated churches that day or swapped pulpits. And so um, it was an opportunity for us to experience uh, other churches within our network and for our churches to see and hear updates from our church plans. So those pastors together form the 435 network. And you probably picked this up from Steve. He mentioned it. I think all of us mentioned it at our various locations that we are... Uh, the 435 Network, and I want to take some time in this edition of the Extra Point Podcast to bring some more insight into maybe just who that is and and what we do and, and why. Um, so first of all, the name 435 Network, in case you missed it last week, regardless of which um, church you were at, um, the 435 Network, the name comes from John 435. We all spoke from John 4 last week. We all made sure we centered in on John 4.35, uh, and the verse there says that it's, it's Christ telling His disciples to lift up their eyes and look on the fields, for they're white unto harvest. And the harvest that Christ is referencing in that text is the townspeople of Sakar in Samaria who are approaching Him after they heard the testimony of the woman in which she said, "'Come meet a man.'" who told me everything I've done, could this be the Christ? And so the townspeople are coming out to him. The disciples had just returned from finding food. And and so they're entering into what the master, Christ, had done in sowing the seed, and they're now going to be reaping. And he says to them, lift up your eyes. The harvest is white, or it's ready to be reaped. And so we just want to make sure that as we lead our churches, as pastors, we want to encourage our people to have an external focus that begins with those closest to them. And so our churches that we plant, the pastors that pastor them, they are men and hopefully their churches with an external focus that begins with those closest to them. That's really the point of John 4.35. It doesn't mean that we don't have care and compassion and concern and a commitment to those far away. But it just simply states that we will have that perspective, and it will begin with those closest to us. Every church should see as its first priority those in it within its own town. And so we formed and named our network, the 435 Network, based on that verse and the heartbeat behind it and our commitment to living out that posture and having those kinds of eyes. Now, maybe you're wondering, well, who actually is in the 435 Network? Um, there are eight pastors Currently, um, of course, I at uh, here at First Family Ankeny uh, as part of that network, and then our church plants are part of that. I'll mention the the um, 
six that are local here in, let's say, this region or this, um, we could even say this um, state. There's um, uh, First Family Church of Bondurant. That was our first church plant with Pastor Mark Spencer. Uh, then there's Life Change Church with Pastor Steve Christensen. They meet on the east side of Des Moines. Then there's City Point Church with Pastor Nick Reed. They are meeting in Urbandale. Uh, then there's First Family Church of Albia with Pastor Jason Laxton. Of course, they're in Albia, as the name indicates. Then there's Restoration Church with Pastor Eric Trout. They are meeting in Adele. And, of course, planting next year, uh, hopefully within quarter one or quarter two of, I guess I could say quarter two of next year, we hope to plant Ankeny Gospel Church with Pastor Parker McGoldrick. So those are the six, I think there are now seven uh, churches here in this state that are part of the 435 network. We do have one internationally um, with our church planter. I won't say the name or even the location because of security issues, but we did plant an international church just after we planted First Family of Bondurant. So he's in our network as well. Uh, we didn't do the pulpit swap with him. That didn't seem logistically um, uh, wise, but there are technically eight pastors and churches in this uh, 435 network, and that's who they are. And um, if I were to explain, you know, what the network is and why we are, why we formed it, here's a, a succinct description, even definition of it. It's really a group of pastors, and so we would say that the 435 network is first and foremost a pastoral network. This doesn't deny the fact that our churches relate to each other. We cooperate together, yes, but there's not an it's not an official organization. You know, there's no money budgeted for the network. It's not like we have officers. This is strictly a relational um, network of pastors, and then of course, uh, consequentially, then uh, our churches relate as well in relationship. But it's a group of pastors from the first family planting tree. Uh, who are committed to planting churches with pastoral plurality, text-driven preaching, continuous discipleship, and personal transparency. And so these are the four values with which we plant all of our churches. And I think the pastors within this network then, as they plant churches, these are four values that we are committed to, that we will duplicate, replicate, and seek to make part of the DNA of each church that we plant. Again, it's a group of pastors— from the FFC planting tree that are committed to planting churches with pastoral plurality, meaning um, oversight and governance by elders, uh, text-driven preaching, which means the focus on the Word, not our opinion, uh, continuous discipleship, meaning there will be a pathway to growth that will be ongoing. It's not something you just do in six weeks and you attain and you're done, but a continuing, multiplying lifestyle of making disciples. And then personal transparency, uh, our commitment to each other to hold each other accountable and to be iron in each other's lives and, and see us sharpen each other in both our personal and pastoral lives. So that's the 435 Network, and it's rooted in having the posture and eyes of John 435. Uh, you notice it is a group of pastors from the first family planting tree. So um, just in a factual, definitional way, the only entrance door into this network is to plant out of one of our churches. And as you know, we hope by 2035 to see God 
use this network not only to uh, birth a hundred gospel outposts uh, in our country, in our state, around the world, but we hope out of those 100 gospel outposts, we're praying that 25 of them will be plants in uh, towns in Iowa, 25 church plants in Iowa towns, whether they be rural, um, suburb, suburban, urban. We just are praying that, that God will give us 25 new church plants in addition to 75 additional gospel outposts. And we say gospel outposts, it may be that in a certain place or town or community or neighborhood, God may, you know, birth somewhat of a micro church, or maybe He'll start uh, uh, a work there through a community center, maybe a medical facility. There could be a number of ways that the gospel lands with people in a place that could result in a church plant. It may result just in a gospel outpost where people are brought face to face with the claims of Christ. Um, so, so we're open and and considering, you know, what are ways that God wants to reach into communities and neighborhoods. Um, so we're we're just saying and praying that God would give us a hundred gospel outposts, twenty five of those for sure being church plants in Iowa towns. Here's an example of perhaps a gospel outpost. Uh, just last week, I had a, a man approach me, and he and his wife have just moved to a. Uh, it's not an assisted living place yet, but it's. Their, their community's part of a, a neighborhood of buildings that go from simply owning a unit in a building to where maybe the next phase as they, as they age is somewhat of assisted living to where then you become uh, even later perhaps uh, more dependent living. So it's kind of a, a phase-in process, and they're in one of the buildings where they don't need any assistance or help, but it is a contained building with 66 units. And he came to me, and he asked our elders, in fact, just to pray over them. He said, we don't need announced. We don't need any kind of funding. We're not official, he said, but we're sensing that the Lord, no doubt, wants us to see ourselves as sent to this uh, building. And, you know, what would God want us to do with these 66 um, uh, families or couples or people? And so they've begun a Bible study. And many of those folks aren't able to necessarily travel outside of that building uh, for different reasons. And so it, in some ways, he's serving now, uh, and he sees himself as kind of a shepherd to those people, and he's embracing his role as a sent one, as a as a real uh, shepherd to, to the uh, people in the building. And again, it's not official. He's uh, He understands clearly that this is not a church, and yet... I love his heartbeat and his attitude that, yes, he's here on purpose. This is not an accident. And so he's saying, what can I do? How can I witness and influence and and be a, a gospel bearer here in this location, kind of like a gospel outpost? And so we're just thinking, God, could you give us a hundred places, a hundred outposts where the gospel's going forth, and, and can 25 of those at least be church plants in Iowa towns? That's really the the aim of the 435 network by 2035. And we'll see what God does with that. We are working hard to see ourselves continue to plant churches as well as our church plants plant churches. It must be a multiplying cooperative effort. Um, But that's the point of 435, is to be a group of pastors um, from the same planting tree committed to these four things whose end game is to see more churches planted. And I think that answers the why question, you know, why the 435 network, why the emphasis on church planting? It's because multiplication matters. 
And uh, I've said this to you often, and I'll continue to say it, is that statistically, more people come to Christ in, an, in, a, in a given area when a new church is planted. The evangelism uh, increases, um, conversions and, and regeneration, uh, those kinds of uh, the, the salvation uh, of people is on the rise when new churches are planted. And so we just want to be a part of that. We know that Revelation 7-9 is the end game when people from every nation, language, tribe, and tongue are gathered around the throne. And the ordained means by which God will accomplish that is through uh, the, the uh, preaching of the gospel, through ordinary people, the planting of churches. And so we just want to be about that, the multiplication of God's kingdom through the planting of churches and making of disciples. And that's the aim of the 435 Network. And this past Sunday, you had the opportunity to hear Pastor Steve preach here at Ankeny. I was at Bondurant, and of course, the guys rotated around. We just hope that as our churches continue to hear our heartbeat, which we are praying just mirrors the heartbeat of our Master and of our Chief Shepherd, Jesus, that we'll just have more and more people who are on board the, the train, so to speak, of, of multiplying, of, of, of reproducing, of sending, and of... of um, of seeing every single person as a as an important player and part of God's uh, reaching out to those both near and far with the great news that Jesus Christ saves sinners. So I hope that's a little more information for you, not, not just the who and the what, but also the why. And would you keep praying for the pastors in our network uh, feel free to just go back and hear their names uh, and pray for them on a regular basis and pray that together we'll continue to plant churches who plant churches and uh, more folks will come to Christ um, through the efforts of our churches in the 435 Network. Thanks for listening today. I look forward to talking with you next week on another episode of the Extra Point Podcast.